I don't know what the I just don't understand, dude. I never understand. My problem in life is I don't understand. Like I sent her an invitation. I'm gonna do it. I don't understand, dude. Oh. oh man, dude. God, is it? Oh. <laughs> there we go. Let's try that. Uh... Fucking weird. What a life. Well. Maybe I wasn't meant to even have any kind of system, you know, working. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying as hard as I can. The cards I've been dealt, but uh, I maybe just, I mean, worst comes to worst, I'm just taking it to work and just have her record something, and you're just going to have to go back to recording and having people record shit because this is hard. I, I don't know. I mean, I've, been, I've had two people do it, do it but. I don't know. I'm tr I'm trying. I, I mean, I don't even know what direction this podcast every is, is going to go in. Okay, and I don't want to know. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know, man. Holy shit! Oh. 
Let me look into it. I know, but it's just like, I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> I know, but technology just drives you nuts. Like, well, I don't understand what the hold, I see on my end, I don't understand what the hold And they're in there, they don't understand why they can't connect or something. I, it's just so fucked up. Jasmine? Hello. Hey, Jasmine, what's going on? Uh, nothing much. Just had a hard time getting it all together. <laughs> oh my God, I know. And I love life. So simple. Like here, you just click on this link and then you're on. And that, and that worked the first time with Brandon. Okay, also, I'm putting, trying to put everything in perspective. Maybe he's also a little more technically inclined than all three of us, fair enough. But like, also, like, this should be way easier to get on here, too. So true. So that's fucked up. I don't know. About, and that's how we're starting this, because it's like, I know, but it's like, it's like you try to wake up to a positive Saturday, and it's like yeah. technological issues. And then some outside person always tells me, well, Matt, you can't let that get to you. And I'm like, I'm not letting it get to me. Well, it's, just, it's 2023. We should be able to uh, figure this out in, like, a click of a button, not multiple ways of doing this. <laughs> I know, I agree with you 100%, and it's just weird that, you know, I mean, whatever, we can move on, of course, yes, 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 but I'm just saying, weird how these things are even starting, because, you know, I'm over here, on my, I just had the thought go through my head, I'm like, on my side, I'm wondering why they won't fucking connect and get through, and then on your side, you guys are sitting there wondering why it won't fucking connect, and it's just like, that's, that's, just you like, know what, I, I think it's I, because, like, because I've had my phone for, like, I think three, four years, and I think a year or two ago, like, the phones got switched to 5G and everything, and I never switched my phone over. Like, I've had the same phone for years now, and I think that could be a possibility. I don't know, but it's freaking nuts that my phone doesn't want to connect to anything. It is nuts, because I, I can use my iPad, I can use my phone, I can use my, you know, whatever, and, and it just works. So, yeah, it's weird. It's strange, but I don't know. Technology really is a weird thing. <laughs> um so how's your saturday well it's great now now that we're doing the fucking podcast that i put up on <laughs> online that was gonna happen and now it's happening so i'm fucking happy so <laughs> how's yours dude, <laughs> dude it's so it's great i've been looking forward to this all day actually i've been trying to figure out how to set things up i even had that spotify um app downloaded but it didn't work I know, and I honestly, I don't, I, like I said, I don't understand. They must have put a security thing in with a microphone even. But usually, yeah. even when, I mean, on most devices, on an app that you download, it asks, can, uh, you know, can I, uh, will it, uh, like, allow you to use the microphone? And usually that's all you have to do on that one, too. And what I, what I want to contact Spotify about is why isn't there a button that says allow microphone? You know, yeah. because you should be able to, because that, that, that message comes up. You and Henry have now showed me that message. And I'm like, well, th there should be a thing at the bottom where you click OK or you do, like approve yeah, or disallow. Yeah, That's it. all I'm saying. So it makes no sense that Spotify, I, unless they're changing their shit as we speak right now, I don't know. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, and maybe, maybe they're going to put that button up there eventually. But I suggest to anyone, if anyone from Spotify ever listens to this shit, <laughs> like, 
I'm just saying, like, make it easier to allow people to come on if you're going to allow a thing like that on your podcast. Like, not not bitching, not just saying, like, yeah, so whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like I was uh, I was listening to like some of Mark Passio's work, and he had a uh, technical difficulties with his uh with his um internet browser and like his recording and his the everyone's trying to get on and it's, it's always like a difficult time to get the microphone on it's always the microphone yeah and i understand like i get it they want your consent because it's a person i understand all that but it's still just a microphone and that's why <laughs> even this that's why even this dude i know that flipped out at me about being on my podcast i'm like that's not gonna affect your life man like <laughs> I, whatever whatever yeah yeah and it's kind of rainy down here so i don't know if that's if i, I don't i don't think that would affect anything with me getting the microphone on though but no, that's, it's you. odd yeah, that it I did know. all that. It took me like 30 minutes just, yeah, like 30 minutes trying to figure this out on my phone. And now I'm using that's someone else's phone. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's like 151 right now. We were trying to fucking start this at one. Like, no big deal. Like, we're run by this stupid time thing in the first place. But like, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's just, I'm just giving the time of, how when we finally got started from what our goal was and it was due to technical difficulties. And then you tell me like, I just want to say one thing, like then you tell me like the Mark Passio guy who's like a well-known dude is even having technical difficulties. That's fucking scary. That's scary. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. It's, it's honestly really scary that our technology could be so much better, but it's not. And it, it's just insane. <laughs> It is, but I almost feel like even at work, like when I try to help people scan the Amazon Prime and it doesn't work, you get this. And anytime like technology doesn't work, it's almost like your brain goes to like the pessimistic side, like real fast. That's what I notice even with myself sometimes when it doesn't work. I mean, at work, I have patience, but I'm just saying like, because you have to, but I'm just saying like, uh, it's, I feel like technology, like when it, it, when you're just trying to do something and it doesn't work, you just get really like angry, like zero to six and quick. And it's like, I don't know. I just feel like technology does that to the human brain. That's my point. But it's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Friggin', uh, so shows and stuff. Yeah. I seen that you went to a show last night. How was that? It was awesome. My buddy Noah, he puts on this thing called Punk Rock Tacos. It's in the number 20s. It's been, I mean, they've been doing this just like how Crazy Life Stories has been growing. You know, his shit's growing, too, and they're getting bigger and bigger bands to play down the mm -hmm. road. And and that's awesome. And it's fun. It's a great it's, – it's at a Mexican restaurant, like, what they have Ooh. with steaks. And, and who doesn't uh, like tacos and punk rock? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it's, a really, it's a really good combination. So it's fun. So then, at least it's something yeah. to do with these – did like the what I call the darkest time as a human to be alive. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Friggin', we're going we're going to the well tonight, and um, it's to help with a, a new roof for a coffee shop. And they're uh, they're going to be doing a little show and raising and, and it's all donations. It's all a nonprofit organization. So it's going to be really cool to kind of see a lot of people out there helping out with the community. No, that's great. That's good that that kind of stuff is even still going on because I feel like a lot of people, you know, that stuff was always going on, you know, in the 90s and the eight, eight you know, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. I feel like it kind of went away, but that's good that kind of stuff's still going on some places. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, the coffee shop tonight is going to be, I think, a lot of good bands. I think, uh, 
what is it? Keep on. They they just got it today for a couple bands, and then you know it's a coffee shop, of course. But it's they got a lot of open mics. They got a lot of you know cool things coming up, and I just feel like a lot of people don't get out anymore. So I think that you know local bands and everything getting together is a really good positive thing to kind of do still in 2023. <laughs> no, most definitely you're correct. And, it, and it's sad that that stuff even has to be said out loud these yeah. days because um, uh, it, you need to still go live. Your, I mean, I, I try to post stuff even on Facebook, like go live your life. Like, yeah, we all know like a lot of us have like no money ever. Like we understand. Don't even fucking be embarrassed about it. Like just go live your life anyways. That's what I try to preach to people. I know these times are hard. I understand all that. I have mm-hmm. my struggles too, but I'm just saying, like, I also am not afraid to still live my life or take a risk, even if the because I'm not afraid of fucking consequences, whatever it is. <laughs> it is what yeah, it is. It, like, and it's crazy because this is like my first like podcast talking this, you know, talking to somebody through. And, and just one-on-one react, you know, interaction with somebody. And I'm like super nervous. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't get out and I don't have that interaction. And I feel like a lot of people should have that interaction. So they're not so nervous. And this is great that I'm doing it because it, you know, it gets me out and I'm actually talking to people, you know, even though it's through the internet or in person or something like that. Cause I, cause for the longest time for several years, like I, I didn't really talk to anybody, you know, I just like, kind of bottled up in a like a little little sack and just like didn't want to talk to anybody and so i'm glad that i'm getting out and actually talking to people now no that i like i said everything you're saying is pure and and exactly what people should still be doing with their lives in 2023 um yeah also i before we go any further i also want to say thank you jasmine number one for being the first female on my podcast. Mm-hmm. I have to give props for that. And, and also, yes, I, this is cool that this is your first time on a podcast too, so that's another first for this podcast episode right now, so that all that, that's, that's what you just made history, so thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, little, I'm a little nervous because I've never done anything like this, so I'm like, oh, what do I talk about? What do I do? What no. do you know, and I just gotta remember, just let it roll off your tongue, Jasmine. <laughs> so. And you are correct because because the thing about podcasting that's so, and I've said it in a lot of them, but I'm going to keep saying it because people agree with me. Um, the thing about podcasting that's so much different than any other art form is you don't even have to. Yeah, you're right. I could write a bunch of shit down and add a bunch of questions for you. And I'm sure there's podcasts that do that shit. That's fine. But I don't want mine to be like that. I want it to be spontaneous talking. I want it to be see what kind of conversations you can get into. And so far, I, I, I'm crazy like stories. That's worked out really well. You know, so I, that's what I want out of mine because. I mean, everybody's going to want whatever vision out of their podcast, and that's great. That's what makes all the different kind of podcasts out there, too. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So it's like, well, for mine, I don't want I don't want a script. I don't want, like, yeah. to get prepared. I just want to turn it on and see how it goes and see how many listens it gets. Because this whole, this whole listen, sorry, I couldn't talk, listens it gets. And, then, and not that that's so important, but I'm just saying everything in life is an experiment anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> so it is a, yeah, because I, I wanted to talk about, like, skating and how did I get into skating and stuff. And I'm like, eh, we'll, we'll let it go from there, you know, and just see where it takes us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, you can talk. And you, I mean, obviously, we've had experiences together at Skatopia and this and this and this. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you, you, can, you, can, you can ramble off whatever you want. We have, I'm off work today. I'm a free, I have some freedom today in this weird country we live in. Um, 
And yeah, uh, yeah so, we, can, we can talk about whatever you want. So <laughs> Yeah, so like um I'm gonna talk about like skating, how I got into it. So um so when I was like younger, I, I never really had a lot of hobbies and stuff like that. And so I started like um I would say uh, trying to trying to figure out where I fit in, I guess you would say. <laughs> but I didn't really have a lot of um, a lot of friends growing up, so that was like a really toughie to get through and kind of keep on scooting. So I I started picking up a skateboard, and it was like a Walmart skateboarder skateboard from Walmart. And then I like I learned that Walmart skateboards suck. <laughs> So, um, I, uh, started skating and realized I needed an upgrade. So I begged my mom to get me a longboard. It's not really a skateboard, but it's something to skate on, you know? And eventually she caved in and she, uh, started like, okay, yeah, I'll get you a skateboard. So I got a skateboard and I start, I just started skating and then I wanted to skate with other people, but they were all boys. So I, um, started skating with them but they didn't want to skate with me all the time so i started doing things on my own i always fell i always like didn't really know how to skate so i i kind of taught myself how to skate and um well three four years down the road i'm still skateboarding so that's kind of neat <laughs> no that's great i like I, what i what i appreciate about skateboarders and what i look at them as as like they they are definitely persistent people that are gonna fall a lot, but I feel like almost skateboarding in general represents how you fall in life and then get back up. Like that's how mm -hmm. I feel skate. And I, I don't skate, so I, I'm envious of people that have I have a lot of balls to do a lot of stuff, but I don't mm -hmm. have that kind of set of balls. Like so I really appreciate skateboarders because like it's a tough thing. Like it's a hard and it, it, you know, it's hard. Like it, it's hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I, well, when I was skating all the time, I, um, I, I, when I put pressure on my foot, I've noticed like it, it turned out to be like a, if I had so much pressure on my one foot, it would like swell up. And eventually I cracked some bone in my like, in my ankle part and I ended up having to like have like a cast or whatever to kind of repair it up. So like for the longest time I, I didn't skate cause I was so, so scared of skating and then getting that, um, that ankle to swell up again. But eventually it like healed up and I was good to go. But for the longest time, for like a year, I think it was, I, I stopped skating, but now I, now, now that it's kind of been warm, recently i've been trying to skate again most definitely yeah i mean obviously warm weather is definitely you guys is better climate than a winter climate that's yeah cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i mean um it's pretty it's pretty a, a good hobby to kind of get on if you if you like getting out in the uh summertime oh yeah for sure for sure <sighs> um i don't know what else to talk about <laughs> It's all good. I'm so, nervous. I'm so nervous. No, you're good. You're doing amazing, Jess. No, I just, I mean, I just, but, but you have to understand those are good nerves. Those are not bad nerves. So, yeah. yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. Like, I mean, we can, we can we can make this as long or short or whatever as you want. I'm, I mean, I'm, I just try to make my guests feel. And I know it's a nerve wracking experience, but I try to make my guests feel as comfortable as possible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not even you. It's just like I've never done anything like this, so it's like a very nervous. I'm all walking around, like pacing back and forth, trying to figure out what to talk about. <laughs> um, so I've been reading a book. Um, it's called uh, Effed Up um and the new base humanity hold on let me get the book real quick it's a pretty good book i had all my notes too down just for a second uh so you're a legend matt <laughs> that was <Henry. laughs> so i got a book recently that's been helping me kind of get out more and just open up a little bit. It's called the F wide open, the root awakening of the new, uh, the heart based new humanity, second edition, Margie West. And in this uh, book, it's kind of, uh, it kind of just now more than ever. She talks about like chakra, uh, seven chakras, I think it was. And she's got a uh, good quotes in here. Um, my favorite one was, Hold on, let me try to find it. Uh, let's see. I had it all down. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's a pretty good book. She has exercises in here to help with uh, what you're going through and your beliefs and your thoughts and your feelings. And it's 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 a really good book. She uh, It took her years to write this. So when I bought it, I was like, hell yeah, you know, and then... I, I'm kind of doing what she she wrote in this book, you know. I'm kind of following, going with the the flow with uh, the world, you know, and just doing whatever. <laughs> no, Jasmine, I think what, what you're saying, it might not seem like golden words to you, but to me, what I'm hearing is I'm proud of you as a younger generation person trying to break out of your shell and feel comfortable with yourself because do even to technology as, as me as a Gen X, I mean, I'm on the cusp of Gen X and millennial. I'm honest, I'm 1980. So like I'm on, the, I, I am a Gen X generation, but I feel I do have some millennial traits in me as well. But the millennials, it's like we as older generation people on that level, we're like, these people don't even know how to like socialize or do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's like hard for me to like, I don't know. How, I mean, it's hard for everybody. I'm sorry. Not just for me. It's hard for a lot of people to socialize. And, and especially with this younger generation, which is probably me, you know, I'm, I'm born in 1998. So I'm part of that younger generation. Um, so a lot of this stuff I'm like trying to talk to you about, it's like hard to talk because I, I don't have those social skills. <laughs> And, um, no, I know what you're saying, but but also you're trying to do something about it, which I feel a lot in your. And I'm not. I love all. I love people, and I mean, I work with people in all different generations. You know, I, I love and I love their perspectives and mine and the older. I mean, I love all the perspectives, but you know, I just feel like a lot of the millennials they don't want to break out of that comfort zone, like ever. Yeah. And it's like yeah, and I'm a, I'm yeah, I'm trying so hard. I don't want to be in a shell, and I don't I don't want to not be social with people so i'm really trying hard to get out of that <laughs> no and i like i say i give you props because i know 
you know, we're just talking about it, but that's a, t- it's, that's a, I mean, it was hard for me. I mean, I didn't, fit, I still don't fit in the society, but like I make it work for myself, but I'm just saying like, I know I'm never going to fit into this nuts society, no matter what age or generation mm-hmm. I'm, you know, it's yeah, just kind of like, and you know, out of high school still to this day, I still don't fit, you know, I'm just like, eh, fitting in is just so stupid. <laughs> But so, no, I agree, with you. I agree with you on that too. I feel the same way. And not not to say those kind of statements in like a negative way. It's just kind of like, but what is the point of fitting in and, and following every rule and order while you're alive? Especially, I know I've already done it for years and it didn't even get me any happiness or success. It just, I just followed orders and rules and that's all I did. And it's like, what is the point? That's why I'm grateful I got to a point in my life where I can at least question this shit and yeah, even be a non-conformist and say, no, nah, this kind of society does not work for a person like me. And it's not because of some disorder or this or this. It's just like, like I'm like a Kanye West type. Like I fucking tell the <laughs> truth and I'm not fucking afraid of what's gonna happen to me or whatever. I I don't care like <laughs> you know yeah so, I, I, like, I I love that about you Matt because you don't care you don't give I mean not to say you don't give a fuck about anything but you don't care what people's thoughts are about you you know what I'm saying well, I, have <laughs> learned, I have learned to get to that there's even some meme on Facebook it's like uh when you're like it's like you're the most dangerous when you're the most free, like in your mind. And it's like, well, yeah, I, I've made it to that point in society where I do not like, because, but there's even robots walking among us. So you're going to tell me that we shouldn't be worried about being judged by weird society people and weird AI robots. It's like, that's ridiculous to even have a word. Yeah. But I understand when I was younger, I really cared about what people thought of, you yeah. know, I went through that stage too, but then I just got out of it. And I was like, people are some people are going to like you in your life. Some people are going to hate you. Whatever. It is what it is. But you just have to be you at your whole life. That's all you can do. So, and, and it's a process. Like I said, Jasmine, at 42, I'm still learning about myself. I'm still putting pieces together. So don't that- feel also, don't feel so bad that at 25 where you're at that you don't have all the pieces and everything figured out. That's all I'm saying. So Yeah. yeah. And I don't think, I don't think we're all going to have the answers at all, you know, all the what am I, what am I trying to say? Like you're not gonna have everything together ever. Like you're never gonna you're never gonna be together. I mean you you can you can do what you want, you can say what you want, but it's never gonna just be together like that. <laughs> I mean it's just I don't know. No, I know I know exactly what you're saying. No, it's not, it's not even an easy sentence to put together. I know what you're saying, though. It's like no matter how much you try to, like, get your shit together, there's always going to be some part that's just not yeah. there. Or that like, you just can't reach that goal. Or there, There's always going to be that in everybody's life. That's so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So in, in this book, she, uh, she quotes uh, Dorothy Walters, Walters, A Language You Once Knew. And, I, and I'm going to read this because I, it kind of it kind of like hit me a little bit in, in my life, you know, I'm like, Whoa, that's so true. So I'm going to read this real quick and tell me what you think. All right. Sure. There will be, there will be an invitation. It will not come tied in ribbons, nor a message streaming down from the sky. In order to hear it, you will need to put down all your packages, stop everything you are doing and st- stand very still. Then wait. Until something stirs inside. 
and that was by Dor- Dorothy Walter- Walters. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, yeah, no, that that's not that's a good quote. I mean, that's a deep quote. You know, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it kind of like I I don't know what it means to a lot of people, but I think it unravels me as like being in a matrix. Like it, it, it I feel like it kind of brought me into like the matrix, you know, I got to unravel myself. It's not going to be pretty. It's you not going to be in ribbons no, wrapped in packages. You know, that's what, it, that's what I got out of that quote. You know, you're going to see life and you're going to be like, wow, this is fucking scary. <laughs> yeah. But see, but by you reading this book early on in life, you will have that shit in the back of your memory, memory bank later in life and and you are and again i feel like you i mean i you know you're gonna sit there and be like well i'm still working on being social and opening up but i think you, you've done a lot of work already jasmine honestly from what i'm hearing because it's like you are really you're understanding that even at 25 you get that life is fucked up but you have to live it anyways it's like yeah <laughs> yeah and i and i and you know what all hit me because i we had uh some car issues like a couple months ago, I think back in December, and this guy was, he was like, uh, you signed your name wrong, and I'm I'm going to get this uh, uh, lawyer or whatever involved, and I'm just like, what? What the fuck? And I'm just like, wow, like, people are so fucking cruel, like, so cruel. <laughs> and, and, and it's cruelty over money, which is the saddest yeah, part. Yeah, it was all over, it was all over fucking money. That's all it was, you know, you know, it's just it's same shit but when i was younger i got hit by a a car actually like eight years ago and i was skateboarding actually and the lady had hit me and uh her husband had took her off her insurance and uh yeah so she hit me and i was just i was like oh i'm good i got literally i got i rolled off her hood and everything like i was I was not good. I had to go to the hospital, but I had rolled off her hood. I, I got back up and I was like, I'm just going to go home. I took my, my, she broke my skateboard and I took, I was going to go back home with this broken skateboard. She's like, no, just sit down. You know, I'm going to call the cops, you know, and see your, and you probably need to go to the hospital. I was like, Oh, okay. So she gets, uh, the cops get there and everything. I go to the hospital. I'm fine. I just got a concussion. And, um, so later on, like weeks later, the lady, my mom's like, well, do you want to sue her? I was like, well, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> and, um, I, I, and then I was like, well, she did, you know, I wanted a new skateboard. Cause I, we, at the time we didn't have money, you know, we were, we grew up poor, of course. <laughs> and, um, I was like, well, I, I need a new skateboard and stuff to get around. So I asked the lady if she could just get a skateboard and she got, she got me a skateboard. <laughs> Wow. Well, I mean, that, that's nice in a way. I mean, that, that's nice on both sides because you could have easy, easily taken some money from her easily because it was her fault. And then, but for you to not be like materialistic about money, that's a really cool thing. And then you just wanted a new skateboard because you love skateboarding. So that's a great story right there. So thanks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, a lot of people like they get too happy. And it, it irritates me so much. It's like, dude, like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're screwing that person over for years. And no one realizes that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you make it good. And no one does realize that because everything's about this person did this thing to this person. It, it's all about that. <laughs> yeah. And, and like when that guy did that to me, I was like, 
this guy realizes like that screws up a lot of stuff, you know, down the long run and everything, you know. <laughs> Most definitely, so, you're totally right. I mean, um, I've been in situations where I did get sued by State Farm's attorney. <laughs> And, uh, so I got in this car accident about five years ago. And so I, the person behind me hit me. I hit the person in front of me. Well, the people in the back of me, I remember cause I came to a complete stop cause you know, they weren't going, the people in front of me weren't going. And the people in the back of me hit me. Cause I remember looking up and they were playing on their phone. I was like, Oh, motherfucker!" So, um, they hit me and everything year, like I, a lawyer paper in the mail saying you owe us a thousand dollars and it's a state firm's attorney and so so i look at it i'm like henry i'm you know i'm freaking out a little bit i'm like oh my god they're gonna sue me blah 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 so he's like no just fight that shit so so i did i went in the court i uh they were like well you can take this to trial but it's a possibility possibility you won't win so i was like you know what i didn't do anything wrong People in the be- behind me hit me. So I was like, I'm taking this to trial. So I took it to trial. I go to trial and then I go up to the court. I'm like, okay, I'm here for this trial. So where is everybody? And they're like, oh, case is like dismissed. Everything's dismissed. So I pretty much won that trial. I didn't have to no, owe a thing. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so no. I've been in such, yeah, I've been in situations with the court system with that. I mean, it was pretty. It was nerve-wracking for a couple of years because I didn't know what was going to happen. True. I mean, um, but it's 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 crazy how people get so happy and then they turn around and then it's it turns out to be nothing. Yeah, like, well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like there's all these cases over the years or trials, and a lot of them end up just getting dismissed. I mean, it's so bizarre, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been in situations when I was younger also. I've been, uh, I was on medication for like 12 years of my life growing up. And uh, there was one time I was uh, smoking a cigarette down at the Riverwalk when I, back when I did smoke cigarettes. <laughs> And I was with my little sister and she, uh, I just remember, you know, those like cop cars, like little golf carts, right? Yeah. yeah. So here comes this like little, uh, like cop golf cart guy, you know, like, and he sees us kids smoking a cigarette and I'm like, oh my God. So I pass it to my sister and I run. I'm like, come on, Cynthia, you know, (laughs) come on, Cynthia, let's go, let's go. You know, he caught us. And, and they end up making this a big deal. They thought we were smoking weed and they oh. call the cop, they call the cops. I, I shit, you know, there's like five cops and, um, then they're like, well, where is it? Where is it? You know, I'm like, where's what, you know, I'm being like a little jackass, little, little 13 year old or whatever. How old are, you know, I think I was like 14. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So they handcuffed my sister. And they're like, okay, you're going to tell us where it is. And I'm like, I'm not telling you shit. <laughs> and, and then they end up handcuffing me. At, I don't know exactly what really happened, but I, all I seen was like five cops on my sister. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So they ended up taking us downtown in those, um, what is it called? A tank or whatever. Like a, a you know what I'm talking about? Like uh, in the cell where you oh, have to be in Holty? 
Huh? Are you saying like, a, like the detain thing or whatever? Yeah, or? they took yeah oh. they took both me and okay. my sister in a detain center, yeah. Yeah, whatever. And um, they ended up like talking to each of us, and then the one cop brought me and my mom in a like uh, a little conference room. And I, I, you know, I was just being a little jackass. I wasn't t- talking to him. I, I just didn't want to talk to him, you know? And, yeah. like, eventually he was like, I'm going to turn this camera off and I'm going to hit you if you don't tell me what you, you know, what you ha- <laughs> know what happened to yeah. it. And I was like, wait, what? You're not hitting me. He's like, well, I'll hit your sister if you don't start talking. Oh. And uh, I just remember, I'm like, my mom said nothing, said nothing to that cop. She just let it roll. She just let it, you know, let it be, you know, whatever. I don't know what was going through her head, but she just heard it and was like, oh, well, my, you know, pop's going to turn off the camera and nothing's going to happen, you know? <laughs> I, wow. I, you know, I'm just mind blown by, uh, like, cops and how much they can get away with. So, and I'm I mean, with you, I, no, I mean, and, and when you saying that right there, and I know what you're even saying about like how the parent like doesn't even like stand up for you and they just let the authority do whatever they want to. Because I know like there's been times when they've come to my house to take me to the mental hospital and I'm like, tell my parents like, no, just don't answer the door. And then they can't do it, but they have to, you know, it's like, oh, they're going to listen to the authority over their son. It's like so fucked up. I know. And mm-hmm. authority is just crazy. Yeah, and I just like, I just sat there, and I, I, I think, I think the most traumatized. That was like a really traumatizing experience for me, and a lot of people don't face their traumatizing experiences. You are 100% 100 correct, and that's why people become alcoholics. Well, I should just say, because I hate even when I say this, alcohol is a drug, so that's why people become drug addicts to fill those, all those un. like those traumas that have not been dealt with. And I've learned all about, that's why even I drank for 20 years and stuff because I never dealt with my childhood trauma. It's the truth though. It's the, that's why people are addicts, but it's cause, and what's so weird is it's not even the drug or drink. That's the problem. It's what's with inside you. Is that the problem? So <laughs> it's fucked up. I, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, and I think it being at 25 and I'm, I'm seeing all this, I think I'm proud of myself. I'm proud that I'm actually getting to experience this because a lot of people in their lifetime don't get to. No, you're hundred percent correct on that too. Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. um, it, if you have traumatizing experience, I feel like you need to own up and like realize that you need, you need, you need to get over that. <laughs> but I'm, but I'm, no, no, I agree with you 100%, but I'm saying we all have them in us from being raised as a kid in this crazy society with parents mm-hmm. and teachers and police. We all have that trauma in us because and it's not our fault. I'm just saying what we experience as we're growing up, those that, and, and that's even like ADD. It's not even a disorder. It's a fucking yeah. coping me- mechanism that you get from like not like from like not getting enough. I don't know. I think there's not even enough love or this or like all this weird like, shit. And it's when like, they yeah, so- when they had me on medication, I was diagnosed with like ADHD and shit like that. And I was just like at 18, I was like, yeah, fuck all these pills. <laughs> you know, I don't no, need I all that. No, I get it. It's like 
but, but the, I mean, I'm not saying these, these disorders don't exist, and I'm not like because they are hard too. But what's crazy to me about the ADD thing, like even Bam Margera, like he was diagnosed in the system in school because he couldn't pay attention, but then he could go get a skateboarding contract in five minutes, and that's how I feel about even myself. It's like I can't even get a good paying job, but I believe in this podcast, and I will put the work into this a hundred percent of the time, you know, over some dumb job. Like, yeah, so that's what my ADD or whatever society wants to put. And I, I think, and I think I just, a lot of these kids sorry, are like losing like hobbies to do. Yeah, no, you're fine. I think a lot of the a lot of people like lose hobbies, like people with ADHD, because like I mean, I have ADHD, yes, but I don't like. I don't dwell on it. I'm like, oh, I can't do this because I have this symptom and blah, blah, blah. And I think uh, like skating helped me a lot with that. So I like, yeah. I love skate skating, even though I don't know how to do a lot of tricks up with it, you know, whatever, but it's helped me a lot throughout my life. No, I know what you're saying, but I just think, I think most creative type, even the, the one of the bands has been like five, Fonzie and the Dago Tees, they're really mm-hmm. good local, really good local Chicago. Like they, even my buddy Andy and I last night at the show, why aren't these fuckers getting like gigs at big places? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but even they admitted, and I shared my weed with the lead singer last night. Even he admitted when he got off stage, he goes, Oh, yeah, we all have ADHD. And I'm like, Yeah, but in society, creative people are even, and I even saw a video on TikTok that, he, so people are obviously talking, I mean, they're talking about everything, but I'm just saying that a lot of times, a lot of creative people are just going to be called, whether we have it or not, ADHD by society. Yeah. Just, just because we're creative types, that's all. I, I'm, I swear to God. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have so many, like, creative ideas, and it's so hard for me to... Uh finish them like this book i'm reading like the f wide open like i've gotten a hundred pages in and i was i was talking to henry about that the other day because we had some people in front of us on the train going to chicago and stuff and they're like yeah i work and i uh i also do like you know their college stuff i'm like how do you guys function how do you guys process all of that and you know and then take the time to actually be a doctor after having a job or, you know, a McDonald's job and going to college, you can't process all that information all at once. I feel like, I don't know if it's like for some people they can, but I, I personally, I can't process a bunch of information and uh, work at the same time. It's really hard for me. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. And, and well, I feel like I have like gotten better at it over the years, but I know exactly what you're saying because I, and even with the reading books, this is where I, I can't say like ADD is a hundred percent fake. Cause yeah, I've had a hard time reading an entire book my entire life too. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I can't, like I, I know even when I would read, Oh, okay. Um, all right, Matt, I think, uh, we're going to wrap this up cause I guess we're going to a show. Oh, nice. Nice. You guys have fun. Yeah, yeah. So I got to get a ride. Yeah. All the drama. Oh, nuts. Oh, everything's nuts. I know, but I know, but Uh, everything, oh, every every little simple thing is nice. You have to have a fucking master's degree. Now, I already figured it out, but I know, but I figured it out. (laughs) Yeah, so I I do got got some shout outs before I leave. Yeah, yeah, stay with you. 
So I got a shout out because these people have been helping me a lot with um, my adventure to like opening my mind and getting out of the matrix. <laughs> so um, my first shout out is Sea Truth Academy. I think that's uh, I think Brandon does all that. Um, my second is Margie West because that's helped me a lot with her book. And then my third is Cubby Hole. I listen to them when I'm at work and on Spotify. And then, of course, you. Because you know what? You go through the daily society things, and it, it kind of helps me keep going. So. <laughs> that's great. That, that even makes me happy that I can help you a little bit, Jasmine. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. We'll see you next right. time. I hope to do this an, another time, and maybe oh, I'll be less it? nervous. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. I, Jasmine, I, I really, I, I'm proud that you tried this. You're an amazing person, and I really think, you did, yeah, I know, despite the nerves, you did a really good job, in, in my opinion. So um, I, I thank you for coming on, and this is Matt for Crazy Life Stories, and I guess we're going to end this one. So you guys have a great Saturday. Peace. Bye. <laughs> all right. Bye. See ya. Bye.